Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a podcast. Not only is this a podcast, but it's our journey. A journey that we hope you want to ride out with us as we intend to educate you guys, inspire, talk about past and current experiences, and to make one think to stop judging others. Most importantly, stop judging yourself based on others' views and perceptions. With that said, you'll be hearing from me, myself, Austin Kirshner, but along with our journey on this podcast will be my mother, Kathy Kirshner, and my brother, Dylan Kirshner. With that said, welcome to Silencing of Stigma. We're going back to the roots. Are you ready? I'm ready. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Silencing of Stigma podcast. Good morning. Thank you guys for listening. I uh, wasn't here last week. I was booted off, apparently. <laughs> I had but, more uh, comments and raves on my own podcast. Thank you very much. Okay, in that case, continue. <laughs> <laughs> you could see his face right right now my chest hurts oh yeah yeah he's got this shitty grin on his face go welcome to my guest Austin Krishner. what's going on guys first time on the podcast <laughs> that was a shitty introduction but go what am i going i'm your guest apparently yeah Tell me about yourself. (laughs) Tell me what your weaknesses are. What not your weaknesses. Tell me what your areas of improvement are and what your strengths are. That wasn't the the plan. That was my homework. That wasn't the plan. That was my homework. I'm not supposed to tell you who I am. You're supposed to tell me. Oh, this is Austin. Kirshner, he's twenty nine. That's all you got? (laughs) He's a twin. He's very unique in his own way. How? He shredded. <laughs> it's been a long Why morning. Why is the dynamic so much different than when you're by yourself versus when I'm here? Well, last week it was 5 o'clock in the morning and I was tired and I was... This morning I got up, I've been to the gym, I got the massage, I came home, I did my virtual reality, which is awesome. If you've never tried it, I talked about this last week, but continuing to do it. It is crazy fun. So the more people that do it, the more we can join. Austin walked in on me uh, boxing today. I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> I only had 7% she power. She looked like a dinosaur. <laughs> okay, guys. So welcome back. Um, it's been a busy week. I was in quarantine from work since Monday. Uh, someone had COVID, so I had to work from home. That's always a challenge for me because I like to talk and I like to be around people. So I had some time to reflect this week on different things. And then Austin called me. I listened to a podcast that he sent. I posted it on my own Facebook. I can't figure out how to get it on Silencing a Stigma. So it said, wow, I listened to this twice. I wasn't able to attach it, but it was a pretty cool podcast about turning tragedy into passion and protecting your peace. Yeah, so do we I really don't about like talking purpose? about other people's podcasts because I don't explain it as well as they do. So if you guys want to go listen, I, I highly suggest you go listen to that. I listened to it a couple of times as well as she did. But it's just interesting because it makes you think. Yeah. And a lot of the things are uh, life related. And it, if you guys are struggling with, like, okay, like, what's my purpose in life? And what should I be doing? Like, what's God's plan? It's, and they say this in the podcast, it's, we get so caught up on the things that we want to do that we don't truly see what God's plan is for us. So I suggest if you guys are struggling with your purpose, whatever, um, finding peace throughout your life, just go listen to that podcast. It'll, it'll open you up to the new ideas and yeah. And don't ignore the signs. Like there's a reason that I took those classes. There's a reason that things happen and those signs come across before that actually happens. But if you're open to it, those reasons will start to make sense when you find that passion. There, there's a very, uh, there's a lot of good uh, yeah. info in that. Yeah, it's it's it touches on five or six different topics. One of the topics that 
made me think a lot is when we talk about death. First of all, he doesn't say he lost anyone. I love that. Like you don't lose anyone. They become your angels. Yeah, he gained. He yeah, gained he gained an angel. an angel, and I like that because that's the positive of when we lose somebody, we think, oh my gosh, we didn't actually lose them. They became our angels, and they're with us. So I really like that. But one of the things that made me really think is, and we do this all the time, and it it didn't scare me, but in our family, most of our family has died young. And one of the things he said is, somebody in your household, we are all going to die. Like, we we look at people who are, this isn't in their, this part of it's in their podcast, but it made me think about how many times do you hear about friends or family members who are sick, like Pap, who had cancer. In my mind, okay, he we prepared at the end. He's in hospice. He's going to die. And we prepare for that. But do we ever think that we're going to die, too? Do we ever think... <laughs> You know, we're worried about people that tell us they're sick, they have cancer or a terminal illness or something happens and they're in a coma or whatever, and we prepare and we're like, okay, they're going to die. Do we ever turn it around and really think, like, I'm one day, I'm not going to be able to walk out this door. Like, I'm not going to be on this earth one day. And when you start thinking about that, it can really (laughs) get deep. Like, today might be the last day I walk out that door. Not morbid or not that I and fearful of it i'm not but the reality of it is we're all going to die and what are we going to do in our life to find our passion to do what we want to do and live every day because tomorrow's not promised and we we witnessed that we've experienced that ourselves but i was like wow like i never thought about i'm driving to the gym this morning thinking all right everybody's going to die and then to the point one of us is going to be the last one standing in like, our family yeah like in the, our in yeah. intermediate family isn't that crazy like who is that person that's going to be that's going to be still living on this earth and saying i lost my brother i lost my mom i lost my dad i lost my sister like it's crazy it it's something good to just like think about here and there because it makes you think differently about the stupid shit in your life as well as the things that you take for granted every day on a daily basis like just think about how uh routine it is for you to come home and you see your wife kids your mom dad whatever on a daily basis and and sometimes you walk in the door and you ignore them but just think about it like that one day they're not going to be there anymore you're not gonna be able to do that again you're not gonna be able to appreciate those moments because you have to appreciate those moments now because you won't be able to get them back because eventually our our physical form our bodies will be won't last they'll just go on yeah it it just it made me think and then this this whole podcast was an eye-opener it it was just even about like spending time with a family member 15 minutes of time you're in the car and you're not talking use those 15 minutes to talk have a have a conversation not just like talk to talk but like literally cherish moments that you can't get back but anyway, Austin calls me the other night on the phone. We didn't talk most of the week. And I guess he was having some purpose purposeful moments. What? <laughs> Sorry guys, I just every time she struggles with saying something, I have to pick up on it because I have a speech impediment when I was little. Purposeful. So it always goes back to where did I get that from? Purposeful you moment. Because we talked for an hour and a half the other night. He gave me some homework for this podcast. So Continue. Speech impediment. Look, I'm doing a fucking podcast talking. Yes, it's your passion. With a deviated septum. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it sound like I'm talking on my nose. Yeah. But do you do you agree that the, is this your passion? Did you take this tragedy and make this your passion or is your passion something else? He says in the podcast, your pain point. So if you're having a hard time finding your passion, look at your pain points in your life. Whatever created the most pain in your life at that given time at that moment when you're in those that pain moment like you might not realize it but those are going to be the most beautiful moments in your life and looking back on on my life everything that that happened like for me breaking my foot twice to cut my leg to losing Kyle like or gaining an angel uh <laughs> and having like losing all the grandparents like those are all those are all beautiful things now that you can look back like those are beautiful things it takes time to get to that point but 
if you can sit in those pain points, those are where the lessons are. That is where the lessons are in life. So if you can sit and people say, try to get out of that pain, but if you can sit and dwell in it and realize it from a perspective of this is going to be some of the most beautiful moments of my life later on, do that, learn from it, take it. and, And like looking back, it's, that's what, that's what makes you who you are today. Everything that I've went through, I, I learned to, I grew up a lot quicker than I would say a lot of different people, but I learned to appreciate things. Just the, the ability to walk, have two fucking legs. Like I was on crutches for so long. People take that for granted. Just be able to get up out of bed and go do whatever they want to do on two legs. I had to do it on crutches to shower on, to shower on one leg, to, to walk in school every day on one leg, to go downstairs on one leg. Just put that in perspective. Like those moments made me appreciate the things I have today. And I am more grateful and more appreciative uh, today than I've ever been just because I went through those moments. Like just appreciate the people in your life. Like those are things I still got to work on. But yeah, those are the things that create who you are today. Yeah, and some of those pain points, to your point, it doesn't have to be a loss or gaining an angel. It can be a pain point in your life where you're not happy with yourself. You can't find your self-worth and you experience mental health issues or whatever that might look like, like being overweight. That might be a pain point. So you use that and then the passion behind that is you go out and you become this health person and you take care of that issue. Like that's your passion. I want to be healthy for whatever reason. I find that you should try to be healthy for yourself first and others second, but yeah, take that pain and make it your passion. And you don't have to. I'm just saying that they it's say helpful. that they say to it look, helps, look yeah. in those areas. Yeah, so look in those areas, but find your passion because I can tell you. I don't know if I like that phrase. Find your passion, but or it'll find it'll find you. If you're open to it, something's gonna connect, and you're gonna go do something. I don't know. Uh, go yeah, go listen to the podcast. Yeah. Very interesting. We're, but just, we're trying to talk for them. No, I'm just trying not. to share to get them excited because that whole thing about the death and the one person standing like really touched me. And the part that we're all going to die, we take it for granted that we're going to die. And I don't dwell on it, but I was like, wow, like one day I'm not going to have this anymore. And hopefully I'm going to have it much better. But there's going to be somebody left here in our family that's going to have to remember all of us. Hopefully it's not me. I don't want it to be me, but it's going to be somebody. Yeah, there's there's so much more that I'm just thinking through my head, like so much more to that podcast that we're not even speaking on. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so powerful. Like you got to recommend it 100% if yeah. you have the time to listen. If you listen to it, put a comment out there what your most powerful um, takeaway is from that podcast because I'd listen to podcasts that Austin sends me, but I've never listened to two, listened to one two times within 24 hours there's just too much to capture honestly every time you listen to it you capture just a little bit more and what the meaning is behind it so that's that austin talked to me the other night we'll get back to that and what did you ask me the other night uh i called her and we were kind of talking about uh different situations different relationships in our lives and and i feel like I feel like I can, like you guys come to me a lot for advice or you guys come to me to vent about different things or whether it's you or dad, like Dylan doesn't really do it much, but he should. I feel like you guys come to me a lot for either advice or, or not really advice. You're just, just a like sounding listening, board. Just listening. I just like, listen, but how often do you hear me reach out to you guys and say, Hey, like. Yeah, that's one of your areas let me of get, improvement. Let me get some advice here. I need some advice. So I, I asked her, I said, can you sh- make up a list of like weaknesses or areas of improvement in my life that you may see that I don't because I'm so like caught up in my life, which most of the time I'm usually not caught up like that. I'm an overthinker, so I think a lot. Yes, we're overthinkers, but I don't like it to be your weaknesses. I hate that word. Like, what okay. is your weakness? What is weaknesses, your areas of improvement? Did you write any positives down? Yes. Okay. But the weakness, this instead of saying weakness, use areas of improvement. Areas because of I don't improvement. think nobody. Right. Sorry for complexing that weak. whole backstory yeah. there. Basically, I asked her to 
find evaluate my, him evaluate me from a uh, different perspective uh do this from loved ones close ones to you not from people that maybe your friends that weren't your friends all your life like you got make sure you're you can trust these people is what i'm coming down to right and again it's their opinion it's what they see right everything based she's, upon she, what you present when you're with me she may say something that i don't agree with because she doesn't know the tool backstory or she might say something that i might be like wow like maybe it's something i do need to work on or but she can tell me all she wants but it's gonna be me it's gonna be me to actually take those steps and apply them into my life or to take the steps to get better at in those areas of life it's all up to me she can tell me all she wants but it's all up to me to and i'm not going to get the key here is not to get uh defensive defensive just allow the information to come and do whatever it is you want to do with it right because it's somebody else's perspective and like you said we don't know the background you may not be doing it it may just be that i perceive that you're doing that or you're not doing that or whatever but for those that know Austin pre... A lot of people don't know me. Exactly. That's what we're going to talk I about. Am, your air You be quiet. An you be quiet. To a T. You be quiet. People that know Austin pre-COVID, pre... Not pre-COVID, but pre-podcast versus post-podcast. Listen, or, before you keep going... The whole idea of this was not to be selfish on my point, but to show you guys, like, these are things you can do in your life. Ask those loved ones, your wife, your family, your mom, dad, brother, sister, kids, to help you grow as a person. Don't just be stagnant. And if you're having trouble with, like, where do I grow in this area of my life? Where do I? And some people are well at doing that. Some people are well at reflecting and saying, hey, look, I need to do this. I need to work on this. But it comes down to taking action. And a good thing to do and I like doing this stuff because it gives you a different perspective, but also like different areas that you might not see. Like I said before, you're so caught up in your own life that you don't know what's going on from different perspectives. So, yeah, implement this stuff in your life. I, I think it's fun in a way. You can have a fun night with your kids, your family doing this at one night. Just be like, hey, guys, like this Thursday, we'll sit down like maybe it's just dad's night or whatever. And just find out like what your family thinks about you, because we again, we take for granted the the time we have on this earth with the people that that love us and surround us we don't get to actually know or we're scared to tell them how we feel so like this is something cool that you can implement in your life yeah and share what your passion what you think your passion is with in that same conversation like talk about what different how you perceive each other what the strengths are what the areas of improvement are but also what are you passionate about if somebody has to stand up and you posted this somewhere along your journey here if somebody has to stand up and give your eulogy what are they going to say about you well if you don't ask the question while they're alive you're not going to know you're going to go off what your perception what you saw in that person not necessarily what that person saw in themselves right yeah and i think a cool thing to do is write that eulogy while they're still alive because write they're not going to they're not going to hear it when you're write your you're own gone. you can write your own too there's so much power in that because then you again areas of improvement whatever you guys got to do but do it i think that it's it's fun to, i think it'd be fun too like just do it while you're alive yeah it, it gives you peace yeah it's open conversation it gives you peace it, it opens up your relationship it makes your relationship a little bit stronger that somebody can trust in what you're saying and listen to you and, and really reflect because last night I had to reflect on what you asked me to do. I had to really think about what do I see? What, what might be better? Like it makes other people think about you that you take for granted too. Like I never, when you asked me, I'm like, okay, now I got to sit here. And it's kind of like when you do those quarterly reviews at work with your employee, you got to reflect. You can do them in your life every <laughs> yeah. day. You Everybody can do them. So you're saying we should do quarterly personal reviews. Why every not? Quarter. If I can, if I can have anybody help me level up in any area of my life, why not? What's the, well, there's no downfall to it. But you're open to that. But, but you have to be, again, you have to trust this right. person because it could be completely negative if it's someone that you don't trust. Yeah. But you have to be able to say, I respect that you feel or see that in me, but this is why, or this is why that is not a true statement guys 
use this in your relationships. I will, it will help. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. It's just, yeah, now I'm laughing because I'm thinking I'm about these reviews. I'm a fucking counselor, bro. Yeah, these reviews. People dread when you're at work, you don't have reviews because you don't have reviews. But when I do reviews, I just finished them yesterday. People get nervous to come into a review. Why? If you're doing everything you think you can do and you're doing the best that you can do, why do you get nervous coming into a review? Why would you be nervous to sit down with somebody and have them tell you things that they've noticed if you believe that you're doing everything the best that you can? You tell me. Well, you're obviously not nervous. You're asking me to give you a review. (laughs) So you're obviously comfortable to some point at what you're doing. You're just looking for... Feedback. To be completely honest, Feedback. if I had a review at work, I wouldn't be nervous at all. I'd go in there smiling because I know damn well the fucking work I put in to get that to that point I am in my life. They're going to tell me something I might be missing. Yeah, I'll take it advice, but I'm going in there like... Because you're dude, confident. I'm confident, but I like I know I put in the work. Okay. So you're saying if people go in and they're nervous, it's because... Not necessarily. That might be a, an insecurity that they have. Right. They might That's not feel good enough. Say. They feel like they're not doing good enough or... They honestly know that they could do better and they're not giving 100%. I mean, we all work with people that give 110%. Only you know the truth. Right. So if you're going into that review or you're going into that family little uh, meeting and doing what Austin and I are going to do here in a second, uh, don't be nervous about it. Like, it is what it is, but... It's interesting how other people perceive you when you think you're doing this and other people see opposite that. So, yeah. So, what do you want to start with? I don't care. (laughs) So, Austin asked me what his areas of improvement were and what his strengths are, what I see as his strengths. And I basically pretty much already said that the pre-podcast Austin is a lot different than the during-podcast Austin and probably the post-podcast podcast Austin because Austin was this quiet one um, very similar to Kyle in the respect that they don't share their feelings so through Kyle's death and I was researching this last night and just trying to reminisce back in my head the memories you never really expressed anything what through that whole thing you internalized it until about two years ago is that fair to say? You never shared your emotion about it until we started this podcast. Is that fair? Yeah. So one of the things that you do, and I don't know why you do it and you can explain it, but one of the things that you do is you internalize a lot. So you just said, I don't ever go to you and, and tell you. And sometimes you do vent about things, not um, not not hardly ever. But you internalize and then you don't bring it up. Like you let it fester in you. Keep going. He's, he's, I'm not using the right word, but you're not open about it. So you held that in for about six years, six, seven years. Instead of dealing with and not just him, like anything in general, you don't talk about it. You internalize it and you try to rationalize it in your head. For all those years until we did a podcast, I didn't realize how much that death of Kyle affected you. And I don't realize it until now when I see pictures that you post when you're at the cemetery and you're like talking about peace and stuff. So one of the areas, it's not a weakness, it's just that one of the areas that I see in you is you have a hard time expressing your feelings. It's getting better because you've broke down on this podcast a couple times, but I feel like you cover and you mask a lot of what you're feeling. Um, so when you said it was my first time opening up, I did have a few friends that I did open up to. Not Obviously not you guys, family. So a few friends that I did open up to through that whole thing. With that, but I never like expressed my feelings to you guys or publicly. Because... You guys all had, basically, Dylan had Tori, you had that. I was kind of like, and everybody everybody said it. Like, it's Austin okay? It's Austin okay? Yeah. yeah, I'm good. But you weren't. At that time, 
afterwards, we all struggled. We all struggled in a sense, right? And I remember like days going to work. Like I, I even got a speeding ticket the one the one morning. The only time I got a fucking speeding ticket in my life was, and was I was speeding it, and my mind was so consumed I didn't realize how fast I was going, and I was the only one on the road. So my mind was so caught up in, and I remember going, it was late night work, so like I was going at 11 o'clock at night, and I'd sit there in my car, like, I don't want to fucking do this no more. And speaking about my work, my, my job, like, I don't want to do this type of work anymore and stuff. And it just came to a point where I was, I don't really remember like an, a distinctive moment where I was like, just I just need to get over this and, and move on. It just, over time, it just got better. And then like, the things that helped me out a lot were the the people online that I watched. There was a lot of like people that I, there was probably like two or three people that either lost uh, family members in the past that I listened to what they say and how they dealt with things and it just brought me a whole new different different perspective. Like the one was his his father uh, committed suicide when he was like six years old or whatever, and he uh, he grew up always thinking like why why me like why did he do that was it because of me or was i not good enough and he said the word like he said this phrase one time he said if i could go back and change because he's like 30 some now and he's like very successful in his life he said if i could go back and change what my father did would i and he said no i wouldn't change anything that would happen because it made me the person who i am today and i said that earlier and it's so true like those moments those people saying those certain things are like it was just me connecting to them in a sense like wow like that's that's powerful that's that's how i want to look at it so instead of venting my my emotions i held them out i vented them to certain individuals but i learned to deal with them through other people and their experiences and in a sense that's what we're kind of doing here if we can share our stories and our our moments of weaknesses or, or areas of improvement whatever and somebody else might listening might connect to that and they might be wow like that's that's a good perspective that's how i want to start looking at life that's how i want to start living life so that like the greatest gift we're given on this earth is other people and that's so true and we were meant to give that's what we were put here to do so the fact that i could seek those those individuals they were almost like put in my life so i could learn from them so i didn't feel the need to open up about it but then when we started the podcast, it was a perfect opportunity to open up about the situation. Yeah, but you were closed off for a while. And even even before the whole the, Kyle thing, even his... before the whole Kyle thing, think about it. He's laughing now because he knows. He never really talked. People were afraid of Austin. There was I feel very, like you still are. Like, I don't get it. There's very few people pre-Kyle's death, after Kyle's death, to this day, to his point... That's one of my areas of improvement for you. And, and I don't know how to improve it, but it's it's what you, and you're not that person at all. But I can remember people saying to me, is Austin in a good mood? Like nobody knew how to approach you because you were so introverted. Nobody really knew. We didn't know. I don't wear my feelings on my sleeves. Right. So we didn't know if, and I don't care anymore because you attack me and it's okay because I know where it's coming from now. But people misread you. And when you uh, absolutely. walk, I can tell you, that right you now. walk a certain way, people are like, look at him. Like, what do you I, mean, I, I remember family members like walking on eggshells. Not me, not Dylan, because we knew you. Let's just talk about like even Tori. Like people walk on eggshells because they're afraid. They don't know what you're thinking. And that's not a bad thing, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, you don't share, so people really don't know what you're thinking. How many times do people say to me, is Austin in a good mood today? Is Austin in a bad mood today? I kind of remember that, but I don't... But it was before the Kyle. It's just that you're so introverted that you don't share, so people don't really know. But then when you do say something, it's very blunt and to the point you don't not, sugar- not all the time. You though. don't sugarcoat it. You do not sugarcoat. You are blunt and to the point, period. With you guys especially, but yeah. with with different people, no, I'm not. But when I watch you with Chase, it's a different it's a different Austin that I see. Like <laughs> what? Like I'm I'm just being honest. Like with us, 
I, I understand you now. And I tell people when dad calls me, says, Austin was mean to me. I'm like, anytime you ask Austin a question. It's out of love. Right. And that's what I realize now. But you understand. And you're, you're admitting people take you the wrong way. Yeah. People are afraid to approach you. 100%. Like, I can just tell. But. It, 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 and I'm not trying to defend myself in any no, way. No, you don't have to. That's just one of my areas. I definitely agree with you. Like, people, people don't know how to take me. Right. People are scared to talk to me. I can just sense it in a, in a way. But like, there's just, just so much I can I can go off about this. Like, well, that's just one of my areas. It's not. A, it's even not even an area of improvement. It's just something that I. You're bringing up to my awareness. That I see, and that I'm aware of, but in it's never affected me because I'm your mom. But I can see how other people would look at you and think. Oh, he might be in a bad mood. And I don't know if I can talk to him right now. And it's there's nothing wrong with being blunt. I'm a very blunt person, too. People don't like what I say a lot of the times because I'm just going to say it. But what I appreciate about you and other people can't, when they can't handle the bluntness, if somebody's going to ask you a question, Austin's always going to give you the 100%. Depends on who it is. No, you always. I'm talking like work-related yeah. relationships and stuff like that. It just depends on the But if someone asks you a question, regardless if it's work or not, you're not going to sugarcoat it, and you're always going to give your answer, what you believe that answer to be. You don't sugarcoat it. You don't say an answer because you're afraid you're going to upset somebody. You will cushion it in some circumstances and you'll say you might not want to hear this but this but when when somebody asks you a question now just think about this whatever that question may be you're going to give an honest answer you're not a bullshitter i'm gonna try right you're gonna give the best answer that you believe is is what you feel so when somebody comes to austin and you and they ask advice he's gonna give it and you might not like it but you asked the question. That's more family related. Yeah, you're speaking more on a family related but I'm term. Just like saying, for yeah. public, like even people in this podcast, I haven't, the stuff they would say, I didn't really like rebuttal with the, no. the stuff I really wanted. I'm not very controversial. Right. Right. But, but when it comes to family, yes. So don't make it sound like no, no. everywhere in my areas of my life, I do that to everybody. No, that's a positive for me. Like when I, when you said, do I do neg- uh, weaknesses or improvements and positive, that's a positive with you. You're an honest person. When you're, it comes to you guys. Well, but you're honest everybody. with everybody. You but just, it depends on how much, right. like what our relationship is. Like if I know you know you, then yeah, it's going to be more of a, like I care. So I'm going to come out of love. Like. I'm going to tell you how I actually feel. But if I just met you like two or three days ago, I'm not going to really go into that much effort with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're going to hold back. I know what you're saying. You're going to, it depends on your audience. If it's a family member, you're going to give it blunt, whether they like it or not. But anyway, that persona that comes across, that came across before Kyle. I don't know how you can, I don't know how. You can improve on that. That's just who you are as a person. You come across as a hard person. And honestly, you're not. And people that listen to this podcast know that you're not. And I don't know how many times people say, gosh, Austin really evolved since this podcast. And I don't think that you evolved. I just think the inner part of you is coming out more so on the podcast than the people that don't listen to the podcast that see that Austin. Like there's two Austins. Yeah, and it all, like, growing up, I've always thought I was different than everybody else. And maybe that's just my deep thinking or my overthinking, whatever you want to call it. But I always I always felt different. I still do now. Like, I feel like I'm different than everybody else. You're an old school. You have old, you're an old, old school. school? Yeah. You're an, not a school, old soul. I just, I it's don't like know. You've it's like you've experienced just... life for many, many years above <laughs> your age. Like, I'm just saying you're an old soul. I think it comes with listening to a whole bunch of different people speak about their experiences. Your eyeballs are moving back and forth really <laughs> fast right now. It's true, though. Like, I've, I've listened to so many different people's experiences, and I've learned that, uh, like, that's how... So I'm more, I would say I'm a listener. God gave us two yes, ears that's true. and one mouth. So I will sit, like if I don't really know somebody first and I'm in a group of people, I'll be the quietest one. Unless yes. I can pop a joke in here and there. 
but I'm the quietest one because I'm I'm listening. I'm listening to everything you guys say. Are you say. judging? I'm not judging. I don't okay. judge. I don't give a fuck what you do with your life. Okay. If I can help you improve, then I'm going to tell you. <laughs> uh, there's just so many different ways we can go around this. No, but. you are a listener, 100%. But that's just one of the things, like, let your feelings show. Share I do your, it. I share. do it. You do it. Yeah, go ahead. I do it in different ways. So when you when you were talking about, like, how you don't think I handle it well or something like that by the post and stuff like that, being at the cemetery and all that. No, I didn't say that. I don't know what you said, but you said it in a certain way. I just said that I feel like sometimes your feelings come out on those posts and you don't always share how you feel. You internalize your feelings. You don't bring them out. It's weird, and I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like I don't ever have a lot of bad days or good days. It it's weird if I'm saying that. Well, if you're not having, a I don't bad judge day or my. Day, I don't judge just a regular day. I don't judge my days by good or bad. It's just I'm. I I don't know how to say it. I I just don't. I just live like I don't know what to tell you. Like I'm at peace. Well, that's good. There's times where I'm at more peace than others. And when I can internalize my thoughts is when I'm writing on, usually when I'm writing a post on Facebook. So the other day wasn't a bad day when you were helping Dylan do concrete. <laughs> we're not going there. I'm just saying you do have bad days and you do get frustrated, but it's you get days, over It's not days, it's moments. Okay, moments. So like that whole day wasn't bad just because of that certain moment in that time frame. Okay. From that seven to three was just a so bad I don't, moment. I don't take a certain time frame moment and make that changed my whole day my outlook on life okay on that day no i believe that about you you are pretty much positive most of the time i try not to bitch at all but don't you think you should like that's part of your weakness you don't you don't express you you try to come across as this happy person but you can't yes you're always trying to do the positive. So anytime that you call me a bitch, we laugh about it. And I always throw in your face. Well, that's not very positive because you come across all the time as being positive. And that's where your areas of improvement need to be. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to be negative sometimes in life because no life is perfect. If you go and say, yep, I don't have bad days. Like every day is good. It's not great. It's not bad, but I just live it. Bullshit. Bullshit. You have bad moments. We all have negative moments in our life. Moments. And that's, yeah. Moments, not days. Well, moments or days. Maybe you just had a negative day. Did you, you know how you could you up? and I can have a, a shitty day all day and then you get that certain phone call and you're you're you get off that phone call and you're like the happiest fucking person that ever. Didn't I to know me. you guarantee I guarantee you. That don't happen it's all to me. your perspective. Yeah. I'm just yeah. So what in that phone call changed your whole fucking mood? Well, I don't know. It depends who I'm talking to. It's all to. in the perspective of how you see things. And I see what you're trying to say. You're trying to bring this this inner side of me out that that wants to come out and say you it's almost like you're trying to get me to say, Oh, I am sad, like my, my life no, sucks I'm not, and no. like oh No, I don't no, even no. think about that. Not way. at all. I'm just saying don't don't portray yourself as a person who's a hundred percent positive not always all the time. In moments, there's weaknesses. You, right. There's moments. In of, those times that you need, I'm. You're, I'm not you, trying to defend myself no, in but any way. Do you understand? what I'm saying it, you come across so positive all the time. I think that sometimes you need to take a minute and realize when you are in that moment of distress or that moment of anger or that moment of depression, and don't tell me you never get depressed because that's bullshit. He's shaking his head. No, that's exactly what I'm talking. This is your weakness. You will never portray that you struggle in moments. I don't give a frick what you say. I'm going to start using the effort. There's moments in your life that are not perfect. Oh, this is going to be a two-parter for no. sure. There's moments in your life that you're not perfectly in tune with the vibe that you want to portray. And in those moments, you have to realize okay. that it's okay and you don't have to justify it and, and hide it. It's okay, okay to work. call somebody and say the day this these moments in this day sucked. 
Like when you called me the other night and were telling me about that job, I was laughing. I'm like, good. Like it's about time this kid doesn't all say 100% positive everything because quite frankly, I wish my life was as perfect as yours. And that's what I'm getting at. Do not fucking judge (laughs) your life online. No, no. I'm just, that's. And my life's not perfect. uh, That's what I'm getting at. That's why I said that. See, I was getting an angry guy. He's having an angry (laughs) mood. moment right now and this is what i'm trying to get out of it's him it's not angry see, you think he's angry? See? <laughs> this is what i'm trying to get at getting him out uh, and expressing himself whether it's a moment a positive or not i just you guys all just witnessed what i was trying to say is his weakness he just did it right on the podcast thank you <laughs> what i do exactly what i'm trying to say you have emotions that you don't let out, that you hide. And That's now not true. his that, face is red right now. I sunburned. Listen. The sun just got real hot in here. <laughs> I'm not trying to come across as perfect. I know. I, I have a hard time explaining how I feel about certain things. That's what I'm saying. That's your weakness. You have a hard time explaining it. <laughs> and so you come across differently. It's almost like I live in the present a lot. Like yes. I don't. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> I don't know how to explain myself. I don't know how to explain your weakness. I did the best I could. And when you just got all worked up, that's exactly what I'm trying to show. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't have to be the savior for everybody. You can. I'm just, I know you are. No, I'm you not. You truly are. You I are feel great. like I am sometimes. Yeah. You guys. I know. But I'm not saying great. everywhere. So work, work would be a perfect place where I find all different emotions. Did you boss people the other day? I didn't boss them. I informed them. <laughs> <laughs> I informed them what the next step was. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you are a leader, you are a introvert. I don't even know leader. where. Can we get decisive on what we're trying to achieve right now? Yeah. Like what is we're trying we're to all achieve. Over the place. We're talking. You said families need to get together and talk about each other. No, and I what get that. You what see. you said. One of my weaknesses is what I was trying to go back to the to the <laughs> cemetery, and you went off on a tangent. Okay, go back to the cemetery. When I make those posts, there's no. It's it's I'm in my fields, but it's not like a. A desperation like message out it's it's just what i'm trying to express in that moment no and i appreciate and i find those. peace in those moments yep. and i like that and i'm one out i'm one out peace like there's nothing that's gonna bother me that's your strength that's one of your strengths i was gonna say the fact that you can put that stuff on the podcast i mean put that post that you've been posting on there and people look at it differently and you don't even explain like you don't even explain i'm not doing this because i want people to see my body you're doing it for the right reason and everybody that knows austin knows why you're putting those posts on there and they're powerful they have motive i've heard people and people have said to me wow like he is motivated not oh he has a sexy body you know because you're my son i don't want people telling me that but honestly they look at that as a strength like he has his mind on something that's your intention on those posts put your mind to something you can do it and people see that and that's your strength i want somebody to look at me i want to do things without saying things right and that's what your strength is. i want to make a difference without saying and you don't care at least as possible and you don't care what they assume or think so if i can if i can create an image of myself and that speaks for itself and you can look at it and be like, "That's that's that took work, because it did, and it still does." Like I want that to be, I want that to be the thing. Like I don't want to have to. No, I get it. And I do speak a lot of words. When you speak, it's intelligent and it's. But like when I'm at the gym, I want to I want to be that example for other people. Like you want to see me, you want to see that result and how I get it. Come watch me at the gym. Like. Is it just at the gym? It's everywhere. That's what I mean. Yours is not just at the gym. You set examples for people everywhere you go. And, and a lot of it I learned in the gym. So everything I do, I just spoke to a guy the other day about, uh, he said he was telling me a story about how he was at a gym and he, he knew this guy and he, he loved his worth ethic and he actually ended up interviewing for a job. Or somebody interviewed him for a job, and they knew who he was because they knew him at the gym. And they are they out of like multiple people, they hired him on the spot because they already seen him work at the gym. So like everything you do, people are watching. Right. 
So if I can do the best I can in the gym, work my hardest, people are watching that. Not only are they going to get inspired by it and they're going to do the best they can do because those people are going to, they, it's almost like some people feel like it's competitive in the gym. Some people like I, me, I have a hard time going to the gym and seeing somebody else work harder than me. I have a hard time with that. If they're going to work harder than me, I got to work harder than them. It's just a motivation thing. It's, it's, it's a, it's a healthy uh, mentality that you can have. Right. But right. that everything in the gym correlates to everything outside the gym. So everything that you do in the gym, if you work hard in the gym, you're going to take that everywhere in the gym. So like when I, when I work out, like it's the best I can do. And the conversation we had about uh, helping Dylan out the other day, I didn't like the way that shit turned out. And when I say shit, it was shit. In your opinion. Because that's not my quality of work. But the people who don't do that every day for a living thought it looked good. For not necessarily look good, I can't speak for them, but they... They were happy with it. They don't see the the results that I can produce with my type of work. So, like, if they were to... If they, if they go see my work versus what we did there, which I will admit that I was a part of it because we did do that. But if they would see the two, they'd be like, wow, like that, that looks so much better. But anyway, way off. What's next? No, that's the only area. Like when I see <sighs> that, that's like the only thing is just showing the true Austin. Like how do we get people to see... And it doesn't really matter what they see. But I know that people are afraid of you and they're afraid to approach you. Why? I can't explain it. I You have to ask them why. Like, I asked Dylan to come today. He would have been perfect for this. Ask the people that saw you on a podcast, pre-podcast. Yeah. And they how many of them say, opened to, up. How they many had to, of them open say up to you? Because as soon as I start talking and they, they, they relax, they're like, yeah. okay, this is who he is. But for some reason... I guess I put on like a facade or whatever. People think that I'm a hard ass and dude, I smile. It's over, bro. You know who I am. He's pearly white teeth. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but that's why are people like, I don't know. It's, it's I mean, always been that way with you. It's been that way since I remember even in high school, even the basketball team, everybody was intimidated and I can no. say his name because he was Eric Althoff. They were scared of you. No, they were. <laughs> they were. They were intimidated by you. I was just not at, not during the basketball because you weren't like the best at basketball. You were good, but like everybody was intimidated to talk to you. Dylan always had to be doing the talking, and Dylan <laughs> and Dylan's his own person. He talked on the podcast about why he's the sarcastic one and why he does what he does and says. But I'm just telling you, and I don't know why. But your own Maybe family. Maybe something I need to think about more. Think about how you come across to people because it's not rude and arrogant at all. It's, it's actually funny that you're it. saying that because things, are, things are running through my head. Yeah. Like the, the responses I get from people, like I, I can tell you right now, certain family members, I can tell you the whole conversation before it even happens because mm-hmm. I just already know how they're going to... Like I, I just... It's, it's weird that you're saying that. It's just... It's, I don't know. I can't even, and, and the whole girl thing's a different story, but I just know one girl and I will not mention names, but when you respond to her or even like something, she's like, oh my God, your son, like he liked this. And I'm like, he's human. Like the rest of us, like, I don't understand. Don't, don't put me on a pedestal, please. That's what because I tell him. I don't him. put anybody on a I pedestal. I know. And that's what I tell him. He's just like us. And when I do, I catch myself very quickly because yeah. you can, you can, and people do, but they do it for different reasons. And for some reason, you just come with up with this aura. I can't explain it. People are either afraid of you or when you talk to them, they Girls feel like... Girls are just attracted to oh me. Oh, my God. When you talk to certain people, they will literally say, Austin was in a good mood today. He talked to me. Like, that's odd. That's weird. Like, I can't explain it. But you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? And we can't explain it. I've been... So this week, I've been doing more of... Um, like giving people compliments and stuff like that. And, well, taking my advice. Uh, so like people at the gym, I usually go to the gym and I'm I'm focused at the gym. Like I usually and I still am. But there's been times where like people are done their set or something like that, or like people that 
the one time this dude came over while I was I was doing a superset. Therefore, I was doing a different exercise after I was done another one. I was on the leg press machine, and the guy in the other room came around and started taking my weights off. And I looked at him and said, yo, I'm using those weights. And he looked at me, smiled, oh, sorry, sorry. And then, like, a couple seconds later, I was like, okay, how can I help this dude out? Because there's rubber plates and then there's steel plates. And he wanted steel plates for his uh, deadlift. So then he came back in looking for more weights. And I said, dude, how, how many do you need? Like, I'll give them to you. I'll just switch out the weights. So, like, the simple things that you could do to to express who you actually are. I could have just said, hey, like, listen, I'm using them. But the fact that I went the next step farther and was like, listen, how can I help you out? Because now he's going to see me in a different way. Right. Instead of just being a... a an idiot or whatever right. you want to call me. So you go to the but, gym and you focus. So you're telling us right now you focus. How do some people perceive that? This guy's in here. He thinks he's hot shit. He doesn't talk to anybody and he walks around. That's their perception. That's not what you're wanting to portray, but that's how people see you. So maybe that's something that you have to be aware of how people are portraying you or not because it shouldn't bother you. It goes you. back to the different environments you're in too. Right. And that's why I said it depends on the environment. Because when I'm at the gym, like, I'll, some guys will kind of look at me and I'll just fist bump them like, yo, like, what's good? And then I get back to my workout or, like, I complimented the other the guy, the other guy, the other dude the other day just after he was done his set. I said, yo, you're, you're looking good. Like, keep up the hard work. And it's crazy. When you put love out in the world, it's a circle of love. It comes back. And it comes back in extremes. It is insane. Explain how this came back. It's not your, not your business. See, this is what we're talking about. He he hides everything. He doesn't share his happiness, his joys. Something came around because he's got that big smile and the sun's out again because his face is burning up. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know oh, what you're yeah, talking yeah. about right now. But you're right. Love does come back. <laughs> this was my podcast last week. All right, week. guys. Thanks for listening to this <laughs> week's episode. No. We we talked about one weakness. That's it. I don't. It wasn't even a weakness. I don't have no. You came up with two things. I came up with two things. It's hard to explain when I when it comes to you. There you have areas of improvement, but that's you improve every day. Like you're always improving. You take what you hear on these podcasts and you live it. You take bits and pieces of it. Not and all you, the time. Stop making. You're I, the one that makes me sound like I'm the fucking perfect guy, no, and then that's why people no, are scared to talk to me. That's not true. They can hear it on the podcast, your words of wisdom. Anybody that talks to you off the podcast is your words of wisdom. It's not bringing you up. It's a true fact. That's your weakness. You can't take a compliment. I can't. Thank you. You cannot take a I compliment. That compliment. You're attacking me for giving you a strength that you have and how you're helping people. And you're saying, I don't want to be built up. I don't want to be on pedestal. That's not what I'm doing at all. You can't take a compliment. You need to learn to say thank you. And you need to accept gifts. That's another area of improvement. When somebody gives you a gift, it's because they want to. They feel the need to give you something. And when you say, I don't want anything, that's hurtful. So that's another thing. I have my that's list upstairs. That's selfish on your part. That's not that's selfish. That's selfish on your no. part. Because that's you're trying my, to give you know. to somebody that doesn't want to be given to. Give to somebody in the need, not the ones that not are in the need. I have no need. So you should There's appreciate no- it more because I know you don't need anything. And I'm giving it to you because I want to show you a token of thanks. You cannot give accept Give it to somebody. Thanks. No. It's so much more powerful when you give it to somebody This is your areas it. of improvement, Austin. Don't argue with me. You do not accept gifts. But and they is, want to give them to you, not because they think you need them or feel sorry for you. They give them to you because they want to, because that's an act that's a showing you that they love you and they appreciate you. And when you say, I don't want that, that's like a big F listen, you to that person listen, who's just trying to give you a gift to show their appreciation. Listen, you don't take compliments or appreciation. Appreciate the compliment. Appreciate all the non-gifts that you're going to give me in the future because I'm not going to accept them. See? The that's simplest things in life are free. That's so if right. you can give me a compliment or show, you can't take a express, compliment. Express your love in whatever way it is. If that, I kiss that's you it. on the cheek right now, you no, <laughs> no, that's that's gonna be very expensive. <laughs> that's free. I'm not even allowed to touch your foot with my foot accidentally. Listen, the simplest things in life, guys, are for free. I understand. So if you're gonna give me a gift right away, I'm like, I don't need it. Give it to somebody in need. Because there's a lot of more people out there that need it 
versus me. But I picked that gift for you for a specific reason. So these reason. VR things that you're going to give me? Well, I'm I don't not want giving them you a VR. Because I'm going to donate them to somebody Listen that wants to me. them. When somebody gives you a gift, it's specific to you. If I give you a candy bar, that's not specific to you. So what are you going to give me that's specific to me? If I give you something specific to you, it's because when I saw that item, it reminded me of you and you need to accept that. So I just was listening to another podcast. When people give you a gift and it's something that they do because they were thinking about you, you should acknowledge and be thankful that they think about you randomly so if i go to the store and i pick something up for you that you like randomly like what what do i like (laughs) that's my point you don't know you you, don't know because back to what your point was nobody knows who i am nobody knows when i I go out and i see something i think austin austin likes that austin eats that he likes that i'm gonna buy that i like to eat i don't know i'm putting you in the spot you're not because you act like you know me. No, <laughs> I don't know you at all. Nobody knows you. That's for your weakness. We got to learn to know you. Is that you. my weakness or is that my strength? That's, no, that's your, that, that's your area of improvement. People should know you. That's what attracts all I'm the women. Saying, oh, my God. All I'm saying they is like the mysterious when guy. people, they don't know when next people are out and they see something and they think, oh, wow. Give me an example. He would like that. I don't know because I don't buy you anything because you don't accept right, it. Guys, okay, we're gonna, shorts. We're gonna okay, cut, a pair We're going to cut this all out. No. We're not cutting this out because this is your weaknesses. You don't accept, you do not accept praise. You do not accept gifts. She just came, you do up, not she just came up with this on the spot, No, the I have it upstairs and I'll show it Yo, to you You said it was two things. It wasn't on your list. It's similar when you don't open up and Yo, express you yourself. you're on a roll right now. You don't express yourself. You don't accept gifts. And you know you're what? not grateful. Listen. You come across as Gosh. not being grateful because you don't say thank you and accept it. You throw it back, you get pissed off, and you leave when I give you a gift. Christmas time is terrible. You ruin Christmas. Guys, I want you to take notice to her tone of voice yeah. right now because I'm She's about to. Passionate. I'm about to hit you with a gem right now. <laughs> She's passionate. I'm about to hit you with a gem. <laughs> All right. He's going to ruin my moment. Do you know why she she sounds like that in her voice and tone? Is she so passionate about it? Why? Because sawdust comes from the same material the plank does. So, therefore, you are speaking because you're speaking out of the fucking fact that you do the same thing. And your passion is showing because you're expressing the way you respond to compliments, to gifts. You do the same fucking thing. For Therefore, you're passionate about telling somebody else about it. Yeah, but so, we're not right, talking yes no. about my yes improvements. No. Yes we're talking no. about yours. Yes or no. Yes, that's very true. That's why she's so passionate about explaining this to me. Because... Listen, because I don't want you, you to see, be like me. When you see in other people what you lack in your life, you're passionately going to be able to tell them what they need to fix. Yeah, it's so true. So whatever you guys get pissed off about in your wives and your girlfriends and your husbands, whatever you get pissed off about, most likely it's something that you lack in your own life, and that's why you're so I accept, passionate I accept and, and want to express that to I've that person. I've been working on accepting so, gifts. Before you start arguing, back check yourself. Reflect on what you're about no, to say. We're talking about you. There's my gem. <laughs> I know, you're right. But we're talking about your areas of improvement. Because not I do mine. it all the time. I not do it mine. too. What? Get passionate about things. I say to other people that I don't necessarily do it. I know, myself. that's why we argue back and forth. Because whether you want to believe See, it or not. See, I just switched the control of this whole, whole more, conversation. No, you are more I am like in me. control. <laughs> You are more like me than you care to admit. I am in control. And that's why people don't like talking to me. But people aren't afraid of me. Well, that's not true. Honest to God, people are afraid of me. They say I'm blunt. So you're more like me than I can ever imagine. I think you're more like me. No, I'm older than you. So therefore, you're more like me. doesn't matter. You okay. said I'm an old, old school. Yeah, old, not old school. <laughs> old soul. All right, guys. So Listen. I don't take compliments. I have recently been trying to work on taking compliments. Me too. Cap. No cap. Gifts? I don't want gifts. I want. I don't. I don't need them. It's not what you need. It's. It's a. I'm a giver. I'm not a taker. It is a token of appreciation that you should accept, and I'm learning to do the same. Give thing. Give it to me in a free way. Oh, you don't let people touch you. Like, you can't hug Whoa, people. Whoa, we didn't have to go that way. I'm talking about hugs. You don't let people hug you. You don't let people thank you by hugging you and saying they love you. You don't even use the word. I don't want gifts. Okay. None. He's getting gifts. None. Because you haven't yet said to me a gift that you could give me that reminds me, reminds you of me. 
besides shorts. I don't know where the hell that came from. I used to buy you basketball shorts all the time. You say, I'm not wearing them. A couple weeks later, you'd have those shorts on. Because <laughs> you didn't get my wash done yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So take a moment, like Austin said, have that talk with your family. Like, learn each other, help each other. We learned together that we're a lot alike. Um, I do accept gifts now. And Listen, this podcast was all over the place, but if you can get one thing out of it. Get one thing out of it, listen to it, go to that podcast that we posted. Austin's going to try to get that posted for me. I just didn't know how to get it there, but it is a phenomenal podcast, so listen to it. We don't promote a bunch of podcasts, so if we put it in and out there, it's a good one. So catch you guys on the next one. Shit, we one. don't even promote our own. We have, we have several guests that want to do this, and now that Austin doesn't, I'll participate every week. I know how to take this little box on the road with me. I'll just carry my microphone, headset, my recorder, and God knows who we might get to talk to in the city. I appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it was a gift to me. He came on as a gift I to hope me. We can do a this free again. gift to me. I hope we can do this again sometime. <laughs> All right. If you guys are still listening this far, thank you, and I- we appreciate you. Bye. <laughs>